Welcome to the Blarney, the official London Irish podcast. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Blarney podcast where we strive to bring you all the latest London Irish news. Coming up on this week's show, we speak to England under-20s players Theo Brophy-Clues and Johnny Williams. And we also bring you the latest team news ahead of London Irish's trip to Sandy Park to take on Exeter Chiefs. So I'm delighted to say I'm joined by two of our senior academy players, Theo Brophy-Clues and Johnny Williams. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Theo, I know it's your second time on this, so yep. you're becoming a regular. Yeah, Johnny, this is, is this your yeah. first time, Johnny? Yeah, it is. How are you feeling? Yeah, Nervous? Confident. Confident? Yeah. That's, well, that's what I want Johnny doesn't get nervous, does he? No, 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 no. Yeah, it's so. good. Guys, starting point, we have to start with the news that we broke last week. Not us, England broke it last week. Uh, the two of you are included in the England under-20s squad for 2016. Firstly, congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank uh, what were the emotions? How do you feel? <clears throat> Really excited and kind of honoured to be honest. It's it's a it's quite a big deal playing for England in the twenties and um, obviously both of us played for the eighteens last year, so it's it's kind of the next stage and we're both really excited to be part of it. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things <clears> where it's a huge achievement, one that I've wanted to you know tick off for a long time. But obviously we've both been working hard to, for that goal, and it's yeah it's a good thing that it's it's finally been ticked off now. And you both toured South Africa back in August, so it was your last tour as. As uh, as under eighteen players, so obviously that's hopefully set you up nicely to step up into into the twenties program. Yeah, I mean, there's we got quite a lot. Of tra- we got a few more training camps before actually the sort of competitive games kick off. So we've got to prove ourselves in those, and then some more games, and then hopefully we we'll actually get a chance to put on the white properly in a in a proper Six Nations game to start with. As as we said, there's kind of a long road to go to that. So what's the focus now? Because obviously. We're, we're getting to the point where A-League games are going to start, which I'm sure you're both targeting. Yeah. Uh, and obviously you're, you're with loan clubs as well. So is it about playing as much rugby as you possibly can to, to ensure that you're ready yeah, to step I mean, up? For me, it's about you know, learning in the moment and the game time under my belt as well, g- gaining that experience as well. But I think one a big focus for me is staying fit. So last year I had a few groin injuries, which yeah, I struggled with and didn't play much at all last season. But... Coming into it is hard, catching it up with um, match fitness and generally training fitness as well, getting back into that high intensity gameplay as well. So no, for me this year it's about obviously getting the game time with Henley Hawks, my loan club and Theo's as well, but and A-League and England and the 20s, so hopefully I'll be back up right where I, where I need to be. And for the two of you, Theo, you're a 10, Johnny, you're a 12. Do you enjoy playing next to each other? Is <laughs> is Johnny a talker? Is who, who Who's the, I guess, Theo being the 10, you're the main communita- Johnny, communicator. Johnny just says, give me the ball most of the time. Yeah, just give me the ball, I'll do it. Support. Um, no, we, we played together and against each other quite a long time, so we kind of we kind of play off each other quite well. So a few times you'll see me pass to him, getting it, him throwing a stupid offload, getting it back. <laughs> So, um, yeah. <laughs> if it comes off, it's not. Yeah. If it doesn't come off, it's, well, right, it's always right there on his chest. So, but um, <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's perfect. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, it's great playing with him, and obviously, like he's obviously a great player in his own right. So, he does a lot of talking on the pitch, and he does communicate a lot to me. So, it does make my job pretty easy. But I guess you'll get to know each other's game well because yeah. you could be playing next to each other in A League for Henley Hawks, and then. Hopefully yeah, for the I mean, 20s as well. I mean, we've been playing for Berkshire together since we were sort of 13, 14 years old. So our chemistry is, is quite quite good. Um, not so much off the field, no, I'm joking. No, <laughs> no, no, no so it's good. It's really good. So No, we know each other's strengths and weaknesses, which is really important as well. But, you know, Theo, where he's going to be under pressure a lot, I'd say I've got to help him um, 
sort of make decisions and feed information in from the outside in. So now we know each other really. And, well. and the other thing is kind of both we're both like climatizing to our rugby. So <clears throat> well, I played a lot together at age grade levels. It's kind of it's all a bit different when it gets in adult rugby so um, the next year a few months then we'll kind of see how that goes in terms of both developing into sort of adult adult players and then learn to play with each other in an adult game rather than an age grade one and you've both you're both in your first year of the senior academy John you've come through the ACE programme <coughs> yeah. which I guess it's, it's a rugby apprenticeship so you probably do maybe a, a fair yeah. bit more rugby week to week than maybe Theo did at Abingdon obviously you've got your school rugby but how have you found the sort of moving from school and studying at the same time to a full time rugby programme has it been intense? Um, it's been really enjoyable to be honest that's kind of always what I want to do so I suppose the, the school rugby was great for me to get to get my A-levels and then also play some relatively good quality rugby there as well under some really good coaches to be honest but um, it's been a massive kind of step up and I've I really enjoyed the sort of, like you said, the full-time aspect of it is like rugby a lot of the time. You can learn a lot faster doing that when you're in a professional environment like this. So I've definitely learned a lot faster than I had been previously. And Johnny, I guess for you, what's tougher? Ace training or <coughs> senior academy training? Yeah, Be I careful. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously senior academy um, training was a big step up. You know, we're, we're, we're training with the first team every day. So, But no, I think uh, the ace definitely prepped me for that. So training every day at a high intensity and a really high standard level of rugby as well. So no, that definitely was really good preparation for me coming into this environment. And first team this weekend off to Exeter Chiefs. You boys down, down timers at this weekend in, in preparation for, for next week's training session and hopefully a game next weekend. Um, well, I've got a bit of work to do actually in university. So, um, not <laughs> Talk so us through that Theo, what are you doing at uni? Uh, so I'm doing economics at Royal Holloway. Um, so Callum Watson, a member of the senior academy is there as well. So we're kind of getting through it together. That's not a, half, <clears throat> not a bad halfback combination for, for yeah. Holloway if they want it. No, exactly. <laughs> Um, but now, nah, so getting through it's really interesting to be doing as I said although the rugby's awesome it's good to do something outside of rugby and we have got some downtime so um, doing that but um, we're already getting training tomorrow morning but then um, so yeah, yeah nice Sunday off yeah so hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll go go back start training with Henley on Tuesday and Thursdays and get back playing on the on the Saturday as well in uh, National One League and you got Connor there as well so Connor at 9 there 10 Johnny 12 yeah um, I think obviously um the guys here wanted a combination, well, especially of us, us three, uh, down at Henley. So, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely where we can practice our combinations and all that stuff in training and on the pitch in, in that league. So, and it's a very high standard league as well. So, no, that'd be good. Perfect. And we'll have to finish Rugby World Cup. So, four teams in the in the semi-finals, four Southern Hemisphere teams, two big big semi-finals to look forward to. I think Heineken May has come out and said the All Blacks are possibly the best team of all time yeah, um, so his side have got a huge challenge what's your, what's your thoughts two semi-finals who's going to be the two victims Johnny's definitely back in the All Blacks you should have seen him yesterday when they hit him <laughs> he was smitten with them basically but yeah. Um, I think yeah I think there'll be tight games I think more so we're actually going to watch the Argentina yeah so are you going to talking about yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me, yeah me and Fier are going to the uh, Australia match Argentina so hopefully the uh, Argentina, Argentinians um, Argentines can um, can pull it off you never know Underdogs, are they underdogs? Though I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm back in Australia, New Zealand. I hope that's what. I think they're the two. They're the two teams so far lost a game for the final. I think obviously it'd be broadcasted for those two to go through, and it'd be quality match. But you know, I would like to see South Africa and like the underdogs come through, so Argentina to go go 
be them. So. I think Australia have delayed their team announcement, so they're wasting on Pocock and Falau and Scott Sio, so they're three pretty big guys. So they If they make it, then it could be, you'd fancy Australia. If they don't make it, yeah. probably Argentina. No. But we'll wait and see, eh? Yeah, definitely. Perfect, guys. Listen, thanks very much for taking the time to join us. Um, all the best for the, for the next few months, and we'll catch up with you ahead of the Six Nations and later on in the year, the, the World Championships as yeah. well. Thanks very much for having us, though. Thank you. So, Drew, we heard there from the Academy boys who will be running out for England under-20s hopefully soon, and they're not the only ones who have been keeping busy. The squad today left to go down to Sandy Park. Can you run us through the team news? Yes, it's a big, big test for, for London Irish. They head to Sandy Park tomorrow to take on Exeter Chiefs. It's a six o'clock kickoff, so the uh, supporters of rugby can watch the semi-final between South Africa and the All Blacks at Twickenham, which kicks off at four o'clock. So Tom's made two changes to the starting lineup, and one of those changes appears in the front row. Young Tom Smallbone, a product of our academy, came on against Leicester last week and did a really good job. He will start at number one in the loose head jersey. David Pace and Halani Olika remain in the front row. Matt Simmons and George Skivington will partner in the second row. George is captain in the side. And in the back row, it's unchanged with Jeb Sinclair, Luke Narraway and Rob McCusker. Uh, Brendan McKibben and Chris Noakes remain in the halves with Owen Griffin and Tom Fowley in the midfield. And in the back three, Topsy Ojo reverts to fullback from the wing to make way for Asali Tikaratuma and Alex Lewington on the other flank as well. So two changes. Uh, Ticker tumor and, and Smallbone in. And for the replacements, number 16, Gerard Ellis, 17, Tom Court, 18, Leo Halavatau. I'm sure supporters of London Irish, if they've uh, seen the digital channels this week, would have seen Leo's big hit against uh, Harry Thacker of Leicester um, on, on Facebook and Twitter in the week. He's at number 18. Number 19, Owen Sheriff. 20 is Blair Cowan, who returns from international duty with Scotland. 21, Scott Still, 22, Shane Geraghty, and number 23, also returning from Scotland duty, and will make his competitive debut for London Irish, should he get on, is Sean Maitland. So, lots of talking points from the selection. First of all, starting at number one, Tom Smallbone. Excellent opportunity for him. Great to see him getting a start. As you said, came through the academy system, came on off the bench last week and did a really good job. Massive moment for him. Yeah, I think this is the beauty of having fresh coaches come in. It's uh, reputation essentially counts for nothing. He's got a lion's loose head on the bench. So, um, clearly whatever Tom's shown in training has been good enough to warrant that starting spot. Uh, great work ethic and he's a determined young man and I'm sure he'll do himself and the club proud when he runs onto the field tomorrow afternoon. And I'm sure everyone's looking forward to seeing Asaeli Tikratuma getting a run out for the Exiles as well. Brilliant form in the World Cup and Abs- we'll be hoping he carries it through. Absolutely. I think the, his performances in the World Cup, are, you know, especially against Wales and Australia, he really, really played well and played his part and a lot of you know, headlines have been made of Nemani Nadolo and his performance, but I think Tikaratuma was outstanding in his own right as well um, and brings another dimension to, to London Irish and another threat on the wing. And another back three player who will be hoping to bring another threat is Sean Maitland, both him and Blair coming back from Scotland duty, agonisingly missing out in that quarter final. But grateful and nice to have them back and see them in the mix so soon. Oh, brilliant. They both played really well last weekend as well. Um, I thought Blair had a great game and, and Sean as well uh, was, was outstanding. And uh, Topsy Ojo alluded to it in the week. It's possibly the most competitive position um, in the club. You know, uh, Topsy at fullback, you've got Andrew Fenby who drops out of the 23 this week. You've got Sean Maitland, Alex Lewington, Tom Fowley who can play on, on the wing if needed. 
he's at 13 this week Tukaratuma so there's a, a huge number of players that can slot in if required and it just so happens that Ojo Tukaratuma and, and Lewington are the three that start this weekend and Maitland's on the bench and a quick note on the extra side they've brought back um, Slade and Jack Noll obviously back from World Cup duty Slade came off the bench last week Noll didn't feature in that game where are the big threats that London Irish are going to have to try and counter Exeter have got threats all over the park they're very solid up front they've added real steel to their pack with Jeff Parling who, who's on the bench they've got Je- uh, Julian Salvi to the two Tigers both on the bench to, to come on at 50-60 minutes so they won't lose anything uh, when they make their change. I think that's clearly evident is they've got a huge depth in their squad. Um, they're a good side. They've got threats all over the park. They can rumble up front if they need to. They've got Spark out wide. You know, you've got Steens in the 10 who kicks his goals. You've got Slade who can create in the midfield. And you've got young Jack Knoll who, who can finish and, and generally gets all the headlines. But you've got players like Dolman and, and Matt Jess who are just seasoned professional premiership players. Uh, and possibly don't get the headlines that the, the young guys get, but they just do their job week in, week out to the best of their ability, and that's pretty good. So London Irish know what they're up against. It's going to be a huge test uh, against a side that I believe will be right up there come the end of the season. And there's much more that goes on here at London Irish apart from the rugby, and earlier on in the week I chatted to community coach Oliver Heald. So we're now joined by Oliver Hild from the Community Department. Oliver, thank you very much for joining us. Um, and we're talking to you today because you've got some rugby camps coming up over the half-term week. Can you run us through what's going on? Uh, so next week uh, we've got six camps going ahead. So Monday to Wednesday we'll be at Hallgrove, Gospel and Fairham and Drifters. Thursday to Friday we'll be at Oak Medians and Alton. Um, over the three days we'll cover a wide range of activities, um, looking at basic catching and passing to developing our tackle technique and our rocking work also looking at support play and decision making during the time on the camp they'll have plenty of opportunity to socialize with players from different different rugby clubs and also pick up some new rugby skills and learn a bit about London Irish rugby club as well and some of the London Irish squad I believe are going down to those camps as well aren't they yep so we've got a few surprises I won't name any names yeah, um, but on the Wednesday we'll have uh, we'll have two or three players at each camp who will come in, do Q and A session with the with the uh, participants, and also they will get involved with some of the training and pass on some of their professional knowledge as well. And what's the sort of structure of these days? How how are they sort of how do they pan out? Uh, so registration will start at nine thirty. Uh, we'll have a first two-hour session between ten and twelve. At lunchtime, we normally have a Q and A session, or we normally do a nutrition talk or strength and conditioning uh, talk. And then after that, we'll go out for another two-hour session between one and three. And then at three thirty, we hand out Player of the Day, Player of the Camp awards. They'll receive a medal and a goodie bag for Player of the Camps. For Player of the Day, they receive a certificate and a medal. Um, and then from there the parents are free to come and pick them up well it certainly sounds like they'll uh, get a lot from their rugby Drew have you got anything? I guess I was just going to say it's important to um, remember that this camp is for players of all abilities isn't it Oliver it doesn't matter whether you're new to the game or you've been playing for maybe three or four years yeah certainly and it's not just for the members of that club if you are local to that area if you're local to Gospel and Ferrum then please come down please don't feel that because you play for Haven or Portsmouth that you're not welcome to the camp. Everyone's welcome. Beginners, 
complete experts. Um, the age range we normally go through is from 6 to 14, uh, so everyone's welcome and we look forward to having you down. And how do people find out you know, more about more about the camps, how to sign up, things like that? Uh, so if you look at the community Facebook page or the community Twitter page, uh, there's information on there. Also on the London Irish website, on the community page there, there's uh, plenty of information and a link to the booking website as well. Brilliant. Well, Oliver, thanks for joining us. Good luck with all the camps. I hope it all goes well. Thank and uh, I'm sure we'll have you on the podcast again soon. Cheers. And now for all the latest news from around London Irish. Drew, some news hot off the press. There's a new sponsor. Yes, new sponsor that was confirmed today. Uh, Norton Antivirus, part of the Semantic Group, have come on board. Uh, great deal for London Irish and for Norton. Uh, it, they're a truly global brand and they they will have their logo on the shorts for our game against Exeter Chiefs tomorrow. So you'll be sure to see plenty more of Norton throughout the season. Uh, and obviously starting with the, the game on the 7th of November when we host Bath at home. So there's tickets obviously available now to purchase for both reserved and unreserved seats. Uh, it should be a great game. Both squads should have their World Cup contingent back and it should make for a great spectacle. London Irish are going to be at the Find Rugby at Trafalgar Square. If you've seen follow us on social media, you'll see that Digger's been doing some exploring, so join in, in the game of Where's Digger on Twitter and Facebook. But yes, we'll be at Trafalgar Square on Monday the 26th from 10 till 5, uh, and it's part of the RFU's legacy programme following England 2015. And Irish will be doing lots of, lots of uh, events going on down there, uh, letting people join in rugby themed games win match tickets things like that as well as having some some of our players down there there will also be former England World Cup winners Jason Robinson and Jason Leonard um, along with from London Shane Garrity Tom Guest Chris Noakes David Pace Jeb Sinclair Jimmy Stevens, and Connor Murphy who will be taking part in Q&A signing sessions getting involved at the skill zone and things like that so it should be a really good a really good event if you want to get involved there's a link uh, on our on our a news story, sorry, with a link to the survey form to fill out uh, to register your interest to take part in the skilled sessions and be in with a chance of winning a signed ball. And that's it for this episode of the Blarney Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please leave us a review and subscribe on iTunes. And until next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Blarney, the official London Irish podcast. <laughs>